Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Previously on Dungeons & Dragons. Hey, you guys, we have three of these stupid stones. And by three, I mean six. Let's find one more. Why do we think there's one more? Because there are seven exits. Isn't there technically eight exits? We count the bullshit sundial hole. That makes nine. God damn it. I don't know why I thought there was... You notice Flame begins and she goes and sits down and kind of leans up against the hedge and you continue talking there for a little while and then you look back and she's disappeared. Told her not to wander off. Flint leans up against the hedge and falls through. Ah! You emerge within sight of a circle at the foot of the tower. You all begin to walk into the circle and as each of you steps into the circle, you are teleported into another room. Look at these symbols. I like to sit. I like to sit a lot. I like to have upside down letters. And I press the star. A few seconds pass and the white light comes and you enter another chamber. And it's clearly the workplace of a wizard. As you begin being pelted by sharp shards of ice, as you look up, you see five cult members standing from a high up balcony. Ice to see you. Talk about a chilly reception. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. We're a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast and I'm your dungeon master, Russ Moore. And with me today is Amy Moore. I have a foot cramp and I play Thea Amastasia. Also with me, Carla Johnson. I have a dog with me. No foot cramp. And I play new Lara Moonbrook. And finally, Tom Laird. I am dog free. No foot cramp. Although my back's a little tight. And I play Flynn Firebeard. This is a good rundown of, of, <laughs> of things happening and ailments. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it's going to be like in 50 years, guys. Next time this we're going to list our medications. Yeah. I'm on the Zantac and the... Oh, excellent. That's a fun one. Solera... No. I don't even know medication. Yeah. Cialis? Are you looking for Cialis? Cialis. Oh, Cialis. There you go. go. That's boner medication. That's for boners. Yep. That's (laughs) the most important medication. The most important medication. (laughs) Yes. All right. So in what is 2068, tweet us which boner medication you're on. Oh, there's going to be so many by that time? Everyone will just have robot boners, I think. Oh, that's even better. (laughs) That's going to be really awkward when you get that. Like when it, you know, when the machines take over. <laughs> they are taking over. Right? Yeah. It'll yep. just be like, true. and you'll know what's happening because you'll hear. You can hear the boner because obviously it's not going to be silent. Somebody well, stop me! Be hydraulics, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Okay. And that wasn't like a mask. Like somebody stop me! No. That was a legitimate cry for help. <laughs> so this is the perfect time to remind you that we're on Patreon. When you're a patron, you get an episode dedicated to us, like our lucky patron today. Dedicated to us? That's nope. very, very kind of us. Oh. Is this <laughs> one just for us? It's nice of the patrons to dedicate episodes to us. Somebody else say it. 
Because I don't, I don't think I just said it wrong. I, I no, you 100% did. did. Oh. Yeah, I mean, you're when going you... to change it in the edit process, so we'll all yeah. look like bullies. Oh, but sneaky <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we're still bullying you a little bit, but oh, 100%. based on yeah. what yeah. you actually said. You know, when, when you're a patron, you get an episode from us dedicated to you. That's what I meant to say. And today's episode is dedicated to Kyle Grishel. Ah, uh, Kyle. You the bomb. Hi, Kyle. Kyle. You get all, You're the all best. this Roboner, dog barking. Roboner. Yeah, Paisley thinks you're great, too. <laughs> Paisley's on Team Kyle. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. You can go give it a check and, uh, and see if it's for you. Because there's fun stuff, like whole other storylines and character sheets and you get to see our dumb faces once a month oh also if it's not for you we will literally just change everything about ourselves to make it just for you (laughs) i mean we hadn't talked about that before but i don't see why not (laughs) yeah i mean we've been making small pleasers we've been making small changes here and there i wouldn't say it's been an entire overhaul but you know we're tweaking it to make it a good community that everybody wants to be part of oh we did get real high high. a little defensive there eh russ no, I don't think so. I don't know. Bring it down an octave, man. It's up here now. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's stuck. He's stuck up he's there now. Stuck up there. Oh, yeah. That's how the whole episode's going to be. So you found yourself out of the maze. <laughs> it doesn't seem as like scary it's for boasting anymore. That's fair. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to murder you, all of you. <laughs> now that's See, creepy. Then it got scary again. You turned it back See? around. Bringing well it back. Fuck it. Let's play D and D. Yay. Yay. Everybody remember what happened last time? Shit. There was a there was something we needed to solve, and we actually kind of started to figure it out in one episode, you guys. Yeah. The elevator? Oh, or yeah. The, the, it the was pretty monumental. Uh-huh. It was crazy. The yeah. It yeah. was crazy. Yeah. You guys did good. Russ thought it was going to take six to ten episodes, but it didn't. But it didn't. I mean, we've been in here Yet. for eight. So, so many. Okay, well, let's just stay, stay so, positive yeah. here. Um, so yeah, We're on the upswing. You figured out the buttons. Some wizards and, are snowballing us now. And now you're being snowballed in an observatory. A literal snowballs. Yeah. Yeah, and you had just entered this apparent observatory, uh, judging by the fact that there was a massive telescope there and uh, tomes and scrolls laying out various astrological phenomenon when suddenly the room was filled with an unexpected ice storm. Seems weird. You're being bludgeoned by sleet and hailstones. As you squint through the haze, you see four figures standing on a tucked away balcony. Mm -hmm. The most intimidating figure, dressed in hooded black robes with leather armor, wields a tall wooden staff with a red gem seated atop. He calls down to your group, and he says, Surprised to see you made it this far. I was... So hoping I could tell Severin that you were stuck in Xantho's maze for an eternity. Oh well, I shall deliver you and the traitorous Iskender to him myself. And as he finishes his speech, the ice storm takes a final swirl, dealing, dealing a bunch of plus health. eight healing. <laughs> Thirteen bludgeoning damage and ten cold damage, which if you're immune to cold, you don't take, take the, the cold 13. damage. And if you got halfsies, tiki-backsies, halfsies, you take half of that. <laughs> so is how much damage? <laughs> <laughs> so the the base value, thirteen bludgeoning, ten cold. Do okay, with it so what you 10 will. Ten bludgeoning, ten cold. Gotcha. Clearing your eyes, you see the four cultists begin to float down to the ground. Two of them 
the apparent leader and another begin disappearing from sight before their feet touch the observatory floor. Everybody make a perception check. I'm gonna roll with my blue dice. Nope. Right off. I never seen blue dice before. <laughs> Flemmikin's got a one. Wow, is Flemmikin's like blind now? <laughs> yeah. She had a lot of eyes <laughs> in her eyes. Bludgeoned Ew. in the eyes. Um, sorry, perception? You betcha. I only got a 10. I got a 16. I got a 21. Oh, that's much better than mine. As these people are floating to the ground, and just before the two of them disappear completely, you see the glint of a white glimmering hourglass hanging from the leader's belt, and then he vanishes. Roll for initiative. 21. Um, three. 17. <laughs> three? 21. I rolled oh, a wait, two. I got a roll for oh. Thaddeus, too. Thaddeus had a 14. Okay. Nulara, you are up first, and the room is uh, 50 by 50 in diameter. There's a telescope right in the middle, which is about 20 feet by 20 feet, extending up to the open ceiling. Tables along the outer of the room that are covered in books and hailstones that line the perimeter and the floor, creating difficult terrain. Unless you're a winter wolf, I'm sure. Unless you're a winter wolf, I'm sure. Probably rangers are good, too. What if you're a ranger whose favored terrain is in uh, <laughs> some sort of observatory? Libraries covered Ooh. in hail. Libraries covered it's in, in snowstorms. Um, and you are along a southern edge of the room. The fellows who just floated down to the ground, they are on a... A westerly edge of the room who had just came down from a balcony so that you see two of them, two of them disappeared. Uh, okay. How far away are they from me? <laughs> they are... So calm and cool. This is why we call her Cool oh, Hand. 25 feet. Lucy. Cool Hand Lucy. <laughs> That's yep. me. Old Cool Hand Lucy. Uh, okay. Well, I'm gonna just go try and stab one, because that's, that's what I've got. Uh... Wait, I have other things. Let me see. Let me try and do another thing, too. Sure. You do you. You know, other things. Other things. That I can also do. I wonder mm -hmm. if you lit your flaming sword and, like, held it by your feet as you walked, if it would make it not difficult terrain for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do that. Okay. Uh, as a bonus action, I am going to cast Hail of Thorns. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're using spells. If I hit someone, something's gonna happen. Sweet. Let's see it. if I can hit him first, though. Shall we? We hit shall. Him, hit him where it hurts. Okay. Hit him up style. Like pretty much anywhere, like with a sword, though. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't hear. Was Russ? Did Russ seem game for this? Like melting the ice? Uh, <laughs> while walking. Okay. No. Okay. Well, then I'm not going <laughs> to use that sword because Dragon Slayer is better. Fine, Russ. That was like my one good idea. <laughs> because it's difficult terrain, does that? What does that mean? I'm half speed. Half speed. Oh, yeah. so I can't even get to those boners yet. Hmm. <laughs> That's all they are to you, isn't it? <laughs> I'm going to walk towards those boners, and then I'm going to, I guess, please stop saying boners. Oh. <laughs> That's what I mean, I'm calling since the them beginning, now. We've been talking about robot boners yep. and now these it's boners. True. Who, who, sure. who dare said more dick jokes? Who was that asshole? <laughs> that is true. Somebody wanted more dick jokes. It was an anonymous survey, okay? Oh, anonymous. Uh, I'm going to try and hit a boner. 
I'm gonna try and hit one of them with my crossbow because And is he gonna fall know. back and then just come back like a weird clown all like ah. <laughs> one yeah, of those wacky sure. inflatable uh, arm tube guys? Yeah, it's probably but like a not going to work because it's only a twelve. Does not hit. Damn. Okay. Well, I'm gonna try again then. Okay. That one is better. That is a twenty-three. Twenty-three. That is better. Hit. The first one just ricochets off what you presume is armor underneath his robes, but the second one strikes wherever you want it to. Uh, okay, so that is going to be four damage. That's why this isn't my main weapon, people. You, you could have done your but, Hail of Thorns thing, too. Well, I, I do that as well. Stop bossing me around. Yeah, Russ. Yeah, Jesus, she Russ. was getting to that. Give, give the woman a moment. Next time you hit a creature... Before the spell and blah, 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 spell creates a rain of thorns that sprouts from your weapon. In addition to the normal effect of the attack, the target and each creature within five feet of it must make a dexterity saving throw. Target and each creature within five feet of it? Yeah. Which is the next, which is the other cultist? Nope. Okay. Uh, one, uh, sorry, one is going to be a nine, the one that you hit. Okay. And an invisible one is 15. Oh, okay. Great. Invisibility. Look at your spell save DC. That's what they have to beat. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) That was what I I was looking for. Uh, That is a 15. One gets four more damage. uh, And the other gets two damage. My boy Donnie is going to try to recharge his breath weapon. He didn't do it. He didn't do it. But that's okay. He's going to try and uh, take a bite. That is a 15. 15 will hit. Yes. So he flies over to the same one you hit, sorry. Uh, yes. yes. The one that Fif- I hit more. Yeah. I mean, uh, you don't technically know that you hit the other one. But right. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. He's still, he, he just, didn't go, You just Damn feel it. good about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Was he like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're invisible here. So that's eight damage. Okay. And then he recharged, guys. He recharged. Mm. Did I <laughs> remember that he has a fire breath weapon? So that's going to mm-hmm. clear some shit up for us. And it's going to be <laughs> He's great. just going to go around melting hailstones. <laughs> well, but here's the thing, my dude. It's a 15-foot cone. I am still more than 15 feet away from that guy. He is right beside that guy because he just bit him. So mm-hmm. it is going to clear the ice between me and that dude. Because mm-hmm. he's just nice. good like that. Uh, and you need to do a deck save. So 15 foot. Oh, yeah, it spreads out. So you're going to hit um, the two that you can see, and then another one will take some damage. Unless, oh, sorry, there's a saving throw, yes? Yeah. Dexterity. Dex, yeah. 13. A uh, 17, a 17, and... I'm here. It's a dexterous two. boners. Uh, nine. Okay. Nine. 24, and half that to the other Damn. guys. Yeah. Okay, so... That's so much better than his old, like, 1d4 bite. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> the, did I paralyze him? No? So, okay. So Donnie lets forth his flame breath and uh, chars the first one that you had originally hit with your bow. 
He's up in flames, running around, screaming in pain, and falls to the ground. You notice that the hailstones have begun to melt. Uh, the other one that you can see, also a light, but not uh, not, dis- not deceased. Um, and uh, a, cre- a-, a humanoid uh, becomes visible, the outline of him becomes visible, due to the fact that his clothes are on fire now. Oh, that'll do it. Um, yep. It's the one that's dead's turn. So he's dead. Excellent. He dies. Yeah. So oh wow! Turn what a good turn. Middle end turn. Dead. You, however, feel some pain, maybe. Like emotional yeah. pain from killing someone, because that doesn't seem yeah. right. It's any any time. It's real tough. I mean, have we seen enemies be like burned to death before? That might take a toll on you. I'm pretty sure Amy once burned someone alive in their metal armor, so I don't see how this oh, would bother yep. you us know at what? all. I, st- I stand corrected. <laughs> Where does everybody else want to be in this room? Either say, say north uh, or south. I imagine I would have, like, branched out to the south. Okay. I think I just held my ground at the entrance of wherever, like, at okay. the, near the elevator. Okay, we'll see. Liftimatron. The there. elevator liftimatron. Okay, so. 4,000. Thea, Nulara, and Flint, you see erupt from a point where there doesn't seem to be anything or anyone, a huge blast of cold air erupts and begins swirling towards you in a 60-foot cone. You must make a constitution saving throw. Ooh, that's one of my good ones. Even if it's coldness, do I have to make one? Uh, It is cold damage, so you will... You're fine. You're fine. Oh. He hates that I turned into a winter wolf. Well, just for this occasion, because I was like, ooh, cold. Nobody can stop against cold. Except... <laughs> and plus, every other time he's been like, you need to change into a winter wolf more. <laughs> you need to be fucking... Well, and I chose it, too, because, like, goddamn, like, wolf shit and, like, my little wolf dude up there. It's in, uh, sorry. Also, running out of hit N- points. Numbers over there, what did you say? 19. 12. Yep. Okay, so 19, you're going to take half damage. 12, you're going to take full damage. Good boy. Which it's going to be 8d8s. Holy oh, fuck. Uh, 46. Holy oh. oh, my God. Sorry. So, 20. 4d6? There's a 4 and then a 6. It's a 46. 4 10s and 6 1s? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Oh, and my I God. Just, I mean, this is magical, right? This is magical is cold, so... Um, I mean, yeah. yeah. Wait, can you, you can't, like, pick cold as it's one of your, like, immunities? Ah, too bad. Yeah. Did you just clap for yourself? Yeah, that was a good hit. <laughs> good hit. Yeah, it was. Anyone else hating Russ right now? Like, <laughs> I mean, guys giving himself accolades, like. Laura's not feeling so good, guys. Okay, oh, Flint, you're up. Okay. <laughs> so we got that going on. Um, so there's one visible that's been hit, one that's outlined he's, that's on fire. Yeah, he's pat, he's like, he's patting himself out. So you can see like where he is. And then, you know, <laughs> and you hear muttering like, yeah, you saw kind of where the point of, you know, starting of this cold blast came from. Sure. Yeah. Um, but aside from that, you don't see a physical person <gasps> and the, the hailstones, Aside from the path that Donnie lit up, are beginning to melt, and there is no more difficult terrain. Okay, so then everybody's essentially within range? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to run forward and uh, slash at the guy that's on fire that's invisible. 
that he was patting himself to try and like okay. get rid of those flames. Yep. Give me that good roll. That is a twenty-seven. It's a, it's a pretty good roll. <laughs> so, that's, that's oh, sorry, solid. twenty-nine. It's a twenty-nine. Oh, that's well, my bad. Even better. You hit him. So just tell me how you kill him, unless you roll really low. <laughs> okay. Well, I better roll something <laughs> just to make sure. Uh, so that is a nine. Is that, is that going to do it? Is that low enough? Yeah, tell me how you kill this guy. I see him, like, frantically trying to pat himself out while he's on fire, and I aim for just what I think should be his head region, and just, like, step into a big overhand, like, chop. Like, I'm chopping a log. Just go right down on Clearly him. Clearly see, like, a spiraled flame up where there should be a hood, and it just lights the way for you as you split this guy, who still remains invisible. But you can tell that there's going to be some some blood and guts and stuff when he when he gets not invisible. I mean, I would think he would turn not invisible once he's dead. Unless he <laughs> didn't cast the yeah, spell. Someone else cast oh, okay. So you got another six fight fighting things there? <laughs> I still have a couple more. That other guy that's uh, not invisible should be near enough for me to just like spin and attack him. Yeah, they're, with, they're within. Yeah, they're within good range because they were all lit up by the same thing. Okay, so when I uh, managed to pull my axe out of the one dude's head, I just continue on with that motion and spin and chop into the dude that's next to me. Hey, that's the same roll, another 29. Uh, that's a full damage of 10 plus 7, so that's 17. So off the cleaving of the first one, you backhand this other one, and he kind of he doesn't see it coming. It's coming so fast. Well, that's the thing with my axe is you never see it coming. No, and he, he like turns and sees it just in time. So he's got this surprised look on his face as mm. you kill him. Sure, yep. His name was Harold. <laughs> he had oh, a family. Well, he had a family. Then maybe he shouldn't have tried to murder us. <laughs> just throwing it out there. We're tack. reasonable people. He could have talked to us. It's fine. He could have. Um, and I'm going to... Um, because I don't think I'm close enough to the other guy, correct? Uh, well, you, the point of origin of the cone where of you cold, think where I think yeah, he was, you, yeah. are, you are probably not. You don't have enough movement to get to that spot yet. Okay, well, I'm going to kind of drop down on one knee and throw my dwarven thrower towards that general area. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Do I need? Am I just rolling an attack roll, or do you want something specific? Uh, roll an attack roll with disadvantage. Oh, okay. Because you can't see it? Because you can't see it. Seems reasonable. Uh, so the, fir the first one is 13 and 9, so that's 22. Other one is an 11 and 9, so that's 20. I mean, that's going to hit. Yeah. Dwarven thrower. Don't be all sad about it, Russ. You just gave me like 45 <laughs> points of damage. You're still having a good, mean DM game. Don't worry. <laughs> You're so badass, honey. Russ Thanks. is going to go to his calendar that just says mean DM games and put a little check mark on today. Today was a win. Did it. Uh, okay, I guess I better roll some damage then. You better. Uh, where's my D8? There we go. That is four plus two plus three, so that is nine damage. You hear a uh, as your hammer hits. But the, the, the fellow who uh, you hit still remains invisible. Now, should I really stick it to Amy and take my action surge and have another turn? You can. <laughs> I don't mind. It's okay. 
<laughs> no, that's all right. That will be the end of my turn. Okay. Thaddeus's turn then. All right. So Thaddeus is going to throw a firebolt into that same location where my hammer just hit. Uh, just, just because there's a large telescope in the middle of the room and Thaddeus we placed on the other side of the room. I'm going to say he probably didn't see exactly where it was. So if he's going to oh. do that, I mean, he can, but still there's going to be either advantage for the guy or disadvantage. So I'm going to say he probably didn't see where it originated, though. I will roll with disadvantage, I suppose. That seems... Fair. Uh, what is his... There, is that a stat, uh, attack spell bonus? Much like Carla, I never know where the things are on the <laughs> spell know. sheet. That's what Amy's here for. She can give you hot oh, tips. Oh, man. It's true. One was so good and one was not so good. Uh, so the 18's not going to work. Let's do 14. 14 does not hit. Wah, wah. Flamikins is up and she's like, what are you guys throwing shit at? I don't see anything. She's gonna she's gonna ready her crossbow if somebody uh, shows up. Uh, that guy's dead. Thea, your turn. What? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Uh, Yay. Where I am, did I see the eruption mm-hmm. of the? Okay. You did, and you saw Flint's thing connect. His hammer connect. Okay. So you know about where. Then I'm going to run up and bite him. Forgot for a second you were a wolf. Like, ooh, that's an interesting <laughs> tactic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh. With disadvantage. Did you roll the blue one? You're supposed to roll the blue one. I didn't roll the blue one. I'm going to roll the blue well, one. You could still roll Let her roll the blue one, Russ. <laughs> if it's worse. She rolled a three and a four. No, ooh, I solid. didn't. I rolled a nine and a oh, four. Oh, it looked like a three. No, no it's a nine. So what's your, what's your plus? <sighs> Fifteen. All no together. disadvantage, so you oh, get the four. Oh, I have to use the four. Okay, yeah. then. So you run over and bite wildly into the air and don't connect with anything. Mm. Uh, Nulara, you're up. All, all that way. He's very intimidated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is he scared? He's very scared. Is he hopping away from me? It's a very big wolf that just came and chomped at him. Yeah, he doesn't. He, yeah. It's okay. Sorry, Carly. You don't need to make me feel better. Uh, how far away am I from uh, the spooner? I'm gonna keep it going. Uh, from the from the. I was point... just about to drink my beer. Okay, Sorry, so Amy. here's here's the thing. You saw where the cold came out. You saw yeah. where Flint's thing uh, connected, but you also saw Thea go run to the same spot and not hit. So mm-hmm. you don't. I'm gonna say you probably don't know exactly where he is, but you are about 15 feet from the original location 20 okay. 20 feet from the original location because you didn't really move on your last turn well i guess i'm just gonna run over and just fucking stab because why, yeah, why wouldn't stabby. i do that why wouldn't okay. i just go over and try and stab i mean i saw i'm i don't know i guess i'll like triangulate between where thea just bit and other things were happening sure maybe okay, see so... where the uh the yep. the hammer is on the ground yeah. and like yeah. go for the well the, the hammer, hammer flies the back hammer to me to right. but you yeah. would have seen where Thaddeus threw that bolt and it missed so yeah, yeah. so I'm gonna use all of that information to try and You're try and do going something going into the tank beautiful yeah. mind style yeah. exactly mm-hmm. yeah. the mind palace yep. Sherlock yeah exactly I was gonna say you can you're stepping it all out. So do I do disadvantage? With disadvantage, Okay, yes. so that was 18, and that was 10, so I guess that's a 10. But it's okay, uh, guys, I have another yep. turn, so I can just Wait, keep Wait, that's swinging. with your bonuses and stuff? Yeah. So uh, I rolled a swing, two. 
Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, because you have such high bonuses. We got some good rolls going on today, guys. Your first swing does go wide, and you don't feel like you connect with anything. I'm going to move slightly in a different direction and try again. <laughs> sure. That is a 21 or a 10. Fucking two. <laughs> I'm getting rid of this D20. out of everybody's. I'm going to get a different D20. Tom has an air bubble where he gets all high numbers. Amy's has a bubble where she gets all low numbers. Kyle's oh, literally right in the middle. Yeah, I rolled a five when I had disadvantage. I guess. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that goes wide as well. Do you stay where you are? Do you continue moving? Uh, I'm going to move because... Maybe just to get, like, out of the way if he does another one of those, like, big cone attacks. Well, and because Donnie would like to try and take one of those big cone attacks, but I think my girl Thea is still just chilling there as a wolf. Yeah, kind of. So that might that might not happen, but uh, let's see. I think Donnie's just going to have to... Well, let's do this. Okay, he did recharge, so he is going to ready his fire breath... For a time when he can see the dude and mm-hmm. his 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 bestie isn't standing directly beside the dude. Okay, so it's the dude's turn. And Stop he... calling him the dude. We're making him sound way cooler yeah, than call he him, actually is. But call what him if the he's boner. the guy from the Big Lebowski? Exactly. That's why he's not. a boner, not the dude. Mm, gotcha. He, he becomes visible again, and you can see him mixing a white Russian. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about how a rug really yeah. pulls the room together. It really does. Uh, so about 15 feet uh, from where Thea and Nulara are centered, he becomes visible, which triggers Flamikin's crossbow, which she rolled low, so she's not going to hit. So she fires and just misses, but Donnie also gets his fire breath. Okay, so he gets to do a... Uh, deck save. Uh, okay, that's going to be a 15. Okay, so he'll get half of 26 plus 7 is 33, so he'll get half of 33. 16. So the crossbow bolt goes wide, and then Donnie lets loose his fire breath. Uh, he manages to get out of the way of the bulk of it, and then you see him vanish and then reappear up on top of the balcony. And he begins a low chant and a fireball begins to form in his hands that he releases down towards Donnie Nular and Thea. But that fireball is like one of those super slow fireballs. Mm, so it yeah. takes like three turns yeah, to get there. No, it's an action. So a bright streak flashes from his hand, a 20 foot radius sphere. Oh my God. Centered on the point that you must make a dexterity saving throw. Oh dear. Uh, Donnie is immune to fire damage. So he's good. Can he just, like, eat it up? Can he just absorbs it and makes him strong? And out an egg? Yeah, totally. And then we can use that egg against... I got a 20. Holy shit, that's a lot of dice. It's a lot of dice. So many dice. Um, 14... So the fireball erupts out from his hand and comes flying down towards you, and you all manage to succeed, but you still take half damage. Oh, God. Still, though, with that many dice, that seems like very important half damage. Oh, there's a lot of ones in here. You might be lucky. Ten. Oh, did you roll a bunch of Amy's dice? Yeah. Twenty. 
Yeah, I see that stink eye, Amy. 30. (laughs) So 31. So half of 31. So you got 15 15. fire damage. Flying out towards you. I'm not feeling so good, guys. Hey there, I'm your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore. Thanks for joining us for episode 55 of Dungeons & Dragons. It's mine. Just want to start off by saying thank you to Jason from Take 20 D&D. Another great tabletop RPG live stream is what they do. Uh, You can check them out. Details down below. But why I'm thanking you today, Jason, is you uh, nominated us for the Alberta Role Playing Game Awards. Yeah, we're up for an award. Can you believe it? Which means we're going to be up for an award at IntrigueCon Tabletop Role Playing Game Convention, which happens uh, right where Amy and I are in Edmonton, Alberta. On uh, Saturday, October 13th, it's a big award ceremony, it's a big panel, it's a whole bunch of stuff going on there. We're really excited because we were nominated by someone uh, within the community for doing something that we love to do. So fingers crossed, it's not a it's not a voting thing. I'm not asking you to go anywhere and click on our name. It's all done by a super secret panel or who picks the winner or winners based on uh, what they do in the community. Um, so just, just fingers crossed for us. And hopefully after that weekend, we'll be able to have some good news about maybe winning an award. Either way, should be a fun convention. If you enjoy what we're doing here on this show, not only are you supporting us just by listening, but you could also support us through a monthly monetary pledge. And we invite you to do so uh, by visiting us on Patreon, where you're definitely helping make this show better with every episode, but also you get access to a whole backlog of monthly bonus episodes, plus new ones on the 15th of every month. If you can swing it, the $2 a month level gives you a little bit extra with our monthly Goog Hangs, which we just had one for September a couple days ago, and it was a blast. We get together, we chat about the show, about each other, and about you. We answer as many spoiler-free questions as we can about the future, as well as the past of the story, and it's just a fun time. Check out all the details at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. Another way you can support the show is to share a link to your favorite episode or just the show in general to social media. Talk about us to your friends and your family. Uh, Write a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever else you can write reviews because rankings, reviews, whether you read them or not, they help move shows up in the rankings, I believe. I don't know. It's tough to say. It's not a precise science. Every little bit helps. Get us out in front of more people, though, who will hopefully love the show as much as you do. All of our social media links and more about us and the show can be found at dumbdragons.com. So go check out the website and join, follow, or like where you can today. And thanks to Sirenscape for some of the amazing atmosphere. Make sure you check them out at sirenscape.com to bring your games to life. Links for everything mentioned today can be found in the description. And the next full episode will be out Wednesday, October 3rd. But this weekend, we will also be releasing our next recap, which will include everything in episodes 31 all the way up to... This episode here, episode 55. Let's dive back into the observatory and see what's happening with those adventurers, though. Have a great week. We'll talk soon. He begins to move backwards onto the balcony, and it's Flint's turn. I imagine he does. So, Flint, you are... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Flint, I've got you 20 feet from the base of the balcony... Okay, um, how visible is he to you, me at the you, moment? You can you can just see, like, the the top of his hood. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. And can we assume yeah, his head yeah. is under that hood? Mm, maybe. Unless he put it on a hook. <laughs> it's just a mannequin, you guys. 
you know, Trixie. one of them hooks for helmets and hoods yeah. and whatnot. A hood hook. I'm going to uh, climb on up there. Okay, so you get up, but that expends your your movement, and he is standing facing you. And, and is he like, like taunting this. me? What's happening? Like, oh, fucking double guns! Yeah. Got the double gun salute. Mm-hmm. Damn. Um, well, lucky my dwarven thrower flew back to my hand earlier because I can still throw it at him. Hold. As hold. you step up, Holding. he releases a magic missile towards you. Three magic missile bolts come and hit you, and you're gonna take eleven points of force damage. And you 11 must eleven points. Also, make a saving throw so you don't fall backwards on your head or your butt of the Okey-dokey. strength or your butt or my butt or my butt could have fallen on my butt. That's a good point. Okay, so seventeen and four. That's twenty-one on the save. Yeah, so you and how many points of damage did you say uh, I was taking? It was 11, so... 11. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to use my second wind. Do it. Okay. And regain myself some hit points in the meantime. D10 has a 6 plus 11, because we're... No, wait. 12. So 6 and 12 is 18, so I'm only going to take minus 7 points of damage. So I get to heal 7 <laughs> points. Hey! That's how it works. All right. That's totally how it works. That's math for you. Yep. Okay, so I'm still standing up on the ledge, and he is uh, within view. Yep. And how you guys are just staring at just each like other. eyeballing each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I give him the double gun salute. Whoa. And uh, and I throw the dwarven thrower at him. Do it yet again. <laughs> wow, it's like he's daring me, <laughs> you guys. Double dog dare. Oh, do crit it. twenty. <laughs> he did it. I done, I done did it. And it. Yeah, and it does how much damage? Uh, well, I have to roll that part. Well, roll it, man. Like a million does like a million yeah. damage. I was celebrating my crit 20. Hang on, yeah. Russ. Hang on. We have not a crit 20 in a little while. In so. a long time. Okay. Holy shit, I just rolled. I should take a picture of this. I don't believe Because <laughs> I just rolled max damage. <laughs> what? Uh, so that is uh, two eights. So 16 plus 2 plus 3 is 21. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Wow! That Did you was cave too, in like, his chest with this amazing back-to-back rolls? You you get up and you take these these magic missiles and you're like fuck that shit because then Just you're brush like them off <sighs> and I get my shit back and like whatever. Mm-hmm. Whoa, that is what I say. DM. I always like to say whatever. <laughs> and then you release your dwarven thrower and it connects square in his sternum. Blood erupts from his mouth. <laughs> And he, like, grabs onto it, but the Dwarven Thrower pulls him back with it. Oh, that's a mistake, yeah. <laughs> and it throws him into the room as you hold on to the Dwarven Thrower, and he bounces off the telescope and falls to the ground. Oh, like that guy in Titanic that fell off the, on, landed on yeah. the propeller? Oh, yeah. totally like that guy. Yeah. Good visual. Very yeah. Un- yeah. undignified death he just had there. It is. Uh, but he is lying... Dead on the ground inside the observatory. So. I pad over and I, with my winter wolf teeth, pick up the, um, the, uh, oh my God, the sand. Hourglass. Thank you. <laughs> the, it, it's my wolf brain. So it says like, I'm going to grab the sand thingy. And I, and I pick up the sand thingy and I 
pad over to, I think, Nular is closest to me, and I go, eh. <laughs> Okay, I take it. Is that other guy visible now who we killed before? Oh, yeah. As as uh, the life leaves what looks like a very high-level cultist individual, the guts of the other invisible person are now strewn about. Are they all over everything? They're all over everything. <laughs> like, you're like, I didn't think I was covered in blood, but actually, I Turns am. out I'm covered in gore. Yeah. <sighs> Oh wait, shit! Could that could that guy who casts a spell see all the gore on me? Because that would have been not the nice thing to see right before you died. <laughs> yeah, he, he, you see, there was a look of a little bit of look of like ugh in his eyes. Like, don't touch yep. me. Mm. That's my friend. That was Harold. Well, <laughs> I he had a family. He had a family. <laughs> he didn't even swing at you. That was all me. <laughs> he was just trying to put himself out. He was on fire. Yep. <laughs> and then you whispered, "This was your fault." um okay uh everybody in the room with the dead body make a constitution save oh i'm already trying to research how to how to tom you're not technically in the room you're still up on the balcony oh sweet well should i still roll for thaddeus then oh yeah sure okay well, that was, let's see, con bonus, 17. plus three, so that is 16. a 16. Hey, twinsies. Thea, you pat over and you grab the hourglass and you hand it to New Lara. New Lara and Thaddeus, you feel drawn to the body that just fell into the room. You begin to, without knowing why, both of you walk over and you see on his on his belt a dagger I mean it looks simple enough but you feel compelled to pick it up am I just watching them like well they're like walking over seemingly looking at the body which I mean for adventurers I mean usually people loot bodies so sure we don't but, usually bother we're but we're too classy <laughs> for that which seems hard to believe well, I mean when you put it that yeah. way well we you know we're on a time constraint right now so yeah Okay, so what, we're like both going to reach for it at the same time and it's going to be like a real meat cute in the grocery store situation or what? <laughs> I don't know. You tell you tell me how meat cute it is. Uh, yeah, Thaddeus is going to reach down for this dagger and uh, pick it up. Thaddeus, I, I, I actually would really like to have that dagger. Well, uh, tough. It's mine. He's got really long arms and he like holds it out on her forehead and she like can't reach. <laughs> he, he touches <laughs> her face. I mean, he's he's pretty tall. He's uh, How tall? Uh, I would like to know, but I am a short person who has fallen victim to this many times. Laura, <laughs> not a short person. I will not suffer these indignities <laughs> once again. I mean, unless she has to, in which case that's uh, He's fine. only 5'11". Well, she's yeah. 5'10", so fuck right off. She tries to grab it from him because he is not <laughs> too far away from her. But if he's holding it like all the way, <laughs> yeah, all right, that's fine. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I guess we're, like, fighting over this thing? I don't know what's happening here. Thaddeus, you feel within the dagger, you feel like a a very heavy pull between good and evil. Um, and you catch a quick glimpse of the dagger, and you see two red gems begin to glow, and a gleam of red around the edge of the blade. And you hear a voice inside your head, and it says, Yes, 
Yes, I am yours, and you are with me. Do what you can, and I will be yours forever. Do I see the red glow? Like, I feel like I'm just watching this, like... Make a perception check. Why are you guys being children about this fucking dagger? Like, it's just a fucking dagger. Oh, I don't see shit. No, you're too, you're too drawn in by just <laughs> them fighting over this this dagger that they picked off of this body. You're more primal. You're, like, wolfy, right? It makes sense. Uh, so you feel a strong urge to fight for this dagger. Okay. Um, he's looking through this. I feel like Thaddeus is a wily vet. Like he's gonna want to make the first move here. Also, I'm almost dead, so <laughs> may as well. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, he's gonna cast. Uh, let's see here. Hang on. Where I saw it a second ago, and now uh, mass healing word on everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Twist. Right. Real dick move. He hates that dagger. Um, no, yeah, he's not going to cast anything. He's just going to try and kind of, like, back away and keep the dagger, like, a far away from Nular as he can. Thaddeus, I really... I just... I've never asked you for anything before. I just want the dagger. Can't you just give it to me? I... No, no, it's, uh, it's my dagger. Make a persuasion check against Thaddeus's... Constitution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm not very charismatic, so don't worry. Uh, that was only a nine. Yeah. <laughs> so that is a seven. What? <laughs> You're like, give me a fucking dagger. And he's like, well, she's very. She makes well, a good point. She's really. She's. There's a lot of pros and cons on this list, but. Nulara <laughs> won on that. So you feel. You feel somewhat persuaded as Thaddeus to to give her this. And then the dagger speaks up and says, If you give me to her, we will never be able to be friends again. Okay. Uh, and I, there's like a tear in the corner of Thaddeus's eye as he hands over the dagger that he can no longer be friends with. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Stabby. I'll miss you. And he hands it over. Okay. I take it. And you feel the strongest urge to plunge it into Thaddeus. And what do I do to counteract that? Constitution saving throw. Seized and, like, I assume Flamikins and, yeah, like, uh, hey, and everyone is, like, just kind of like, this around. This is happening very quickly, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. I imagine it would be very fast, yeah. Uh, Not how we're stumbling through uh, it slowly. Uh, so that was a six. Oh Solid. I'm going to say make an attack roll, so. and then you can react in a way that... Oh, I can? Okay. We'll let her make yes. the attack roll first. Because I don't feel like I'd sit there and let my friends stab each other. So, 19. Can I okay. react to that before she actually ends up stabbing him, or yep. does she stab him first? No, you, uh, give me your reaction, and I'll tell you. Uh, I want to, like, jump at her and, like, essentially, like, pounce on her. I, I'm not trying to hurt her, but I'm trying to get her to not kill the one guy who's been healing us whole fucking time. Mm-hmm. Also, we've been through this before, yeah. right? Yeah, you you have a weak mind. You, <laughs> you get mind attacked all the time. Always attacking us. I think we've all done it, haven't we? I don't think I've ever turned on you guys. I think I've always been turned for, on, and I think inside, I think for sure you have. have. I think so, yeah. 
If if so, I've I'm pushed it so far it. down. I mean, it really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Okay. I, I want to jump on her. It's okay. definitely happened to me before. Make that dexterity check <laughs> as your wolf. You begin to pull back, going to stab Thaddeus, and Thea takes a dump. <laughs> <laughs> Jess is like, hold on, I need to take a big wolf shit right here. Begins. <laughs> Don't look at me. I start just eating the dead body. Okay. I forget entirely what I'm doing. Thea begins to run towards you, but she's not fast enough, even though she should have a high dexterity as a wolf. Even though I'm right beside you and also a giant creature somehow. Just okay. And in the moment that he hands the weapon to you, you have this feeling and you drive it into his chest. <gasps> And it goes through his armor into his heart. Music in today's episode was by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. Hey. Why are you barking, Paisley? For Kyle. Did you lose your bone? No, she hit it, because that's what she was trying to do. She hit it, because it's new, and it's she's weird, and... I bet you it's save literally it for later. in plain view in a corner somewhere, and she'll be like, I did such a good job. Don't tell her that. They're never going to find it. What if Amy's been, like, long conning us this whole time, and she's really good at rolling dice, but she's purposely rolling low? And at mm. some point, she's going to introduce some sort of betting element, and then... Yeah. And oh, that's... shit. Well, you've that's ruined it I mean, now, none of us have any money... So I don't okay. know who she Cool hand Amy. That's why we call her that. That's true. Right? Okay, so that's 6, 12, My 17. My D8 rolled a 6 for him. Boo. We used the blue yeah. one. 24. Roll again. And an 30. 8. It just rolled an oh, 8, This is a guys. nice dice. I'm going to I'm gonna be real, 30, real unwell, guys. <laughs> you have another 12 turns? Sorry, I'm in the mood where, like, when it was still Carla's turn, I was like, Oh my god, it's still <laughs> And it's that much worse because I'm literally the bottom of the barrel today. You're gonna love this, days. Amy. You're gonna love my turn. I'm You're so gonna ready. love it. Thaddeus' turn then. Oh good, it's me again. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait till these NPCs. Oh god, it's still Tom's turn. <laughs> oh, it's still my turn, I Amy. Shut play. up. Dungeons and Dragons is a dumb dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Friends, half-orcs, countrymen, lend me your pointy ears. Of Mice and Men and Monsters is a podcast which combines the art and beauty of classic literature with the fun of Dungeons and Dragons roleplay. These episodes are led by me, Kate, your master teacher, which is dungeon master meets high school English teacher. We take on quests in these fascinating worlds, meeting and adventuring with the greatest literary characters of all time, solving puzzles set up by the dubious Dr. Frankenstein. One eye Put is over there, head. and the other eye is rolled over exactly there. Exactly right. Hunting Moby Dick alongside Captain Ahab. <laughs> I've rolled a one. Are you so, one? So, of Mice and Men and Monsters is a faithful yet irreverent way to interact with the stories which have influenced us for centuries. Plus, it's a much more exciting way to experience literature than writing an essay. Essays don't have swords which burst into flame, or poop monsters hiding in toilets. Anybody got some poop? 
spooks me. A new episode of Of Mice and Men and Monsters is released every other Wednesday, wherever you listen to podcasts.